See them on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Or listen to the ESPN Chicago app, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. All right, they're about to get going over in Qatar, Qatar, whichever you prefer. Yeah, lights off here, but I think we see the TV better. Winner yeah, go home for the no U.S. Um, again, uh, the warning is out there, although I think Bleck made this point last week one day. Not quite the same as it used to be because I- unless you're really working in some sort of strict office environment, you know, most people are probably sitting at their desk still streaming the game anyway. Hopefully you're listening to us and streaming the game. You know, back in the day, people would get mad at us. Like, I'm taping, I'm TiVoing it. What are you guys doing? Uh, I got news for everybody. If you are one of the old school guys, there's going to be spoilers. If something happens, we're talking about it. If the U.S. scores, if they get scored upon, sorry. Um, it's the biggest event of the moment. It's the biggest event of the day. Uh, and we will be discussing it and talking about it. So just there is your, there's like your warning. There's your yeah. full disclosure. I want to um, see how spirited this game gets, too. Yeah. Uh, Iran is a little chippy anyway. Yeah, well. So I, I just wonder how chippy this game is going to be and how physical this game is going to be. You're like saying in the crowd, it's it's almost all Iranian fans, too. Really? Yeah. It's well, a lot proximity. easier for them. Proximity. proximity. A lot easier for them to get there. Uh, do you like these kits that the U.S. is going with today? Do you uh, like the, the blue the kits? Blue. All blue. Yeah, it seems fine to me. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not worried so much about their kits as I am about the quality of the play. Me too, York. Me too. And if they can replicate what they did against England on Friday... They should be good to go. But it is win or go home for the U.S. So we'll kind of follow along there. Uh, Merck will come down it a little bit. We'll uh, talk about that list that he found, the top 25, under 25 in the NFL. We'll see. Uh, we don't know what that list looks like. You're going to sort of going to guess along with it. We'll see where Justin Fields well, it, slots It's just in. kind of hard to figure out, you know, under 25 means you can't be 25. you got to be 24 to be right. under. Like, like, is, do, like do, is do, Herbert? Does under? one of the Watts fit, you know, fit under there? Does a Bosa fit under there? Probably not. Like, uh, does one Herbert. Bosa do? Does the other Bosa not? You know, that's the kind of thing that I'm kind of looking for. Is Herbert Tua, over 25? Two is under 25, I believe. If I'm not, or Jalen Hurts could be under 25. That's what uh, I'm thinking. Well, they all came out as juniors, didn't they? Carm no, didn't all stay heard. 15 years, Yeah, Hurts is under 25. You're right. Hurts yeah. says he's 24. Well, but that's the that's it. You're going to be looking at these names. No, he's 25. You can't take him. So yeah. Bose is 25. Okay. So right. yeah. yeah. Herbert's got to be 25 at this point, too, right? Because this is your... Both Bose's? Oh, yeah. Joey for sure. Yeah. Joey for sure. No, Herbert is uh, just under. I mean, he's close. He's Told close, you. But he's 24. But that's right. my point. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a lot of hammering of that. All right. Oh, I thought he was under 25. You want to hear uh, what Matt Eberflus has to say sure. when he talks about victories and how important they are right now? Yurko yeah. believes in it. He talked about that yesterday, and he has talked about it, about you know understanding how to win, learning how to win. You want your, your young quarterback to feel good about himself at some point. Now, he didn't play in the game and, and walk off the field the loser on Sunday, but the team lost another one. And they've done a lot of that. They're now three and nine. This was Matt Eberflus when asked yesterday, how important are victories right now? No, I think that's it's what, what you're measured on. You're measured on the wins and losses, you know. Uh, but we always say that the performance is the performance, the score is the score, and then we got to learn from it, you know. So, you know, the, the winning lo- win and loss matters. It does matter. That's why you're in the business, to win and lose games, right? You're here to win it. And when you, when you don't come up, when you come up short, or when you win, you have to look at the positives and look at the things you got to correct to get better. And, and I do think we are getting better. You know, I'm obviously the second half yesterday we had a lot of injuries and some other things happened, but um, I can see progress every single week 
in our football team, and uh, and we're excited about you know building this young football team. I mean, they'll never, you know, you never feel good as a pro or any sort of competitor. You walk off the field, you lose thirty-one to ten, but you got to admit, you go into that game with your backup quarterback anyway. You're down to you're, you're up against at, you're at like at some point, Yurko, you're down to your third right tackle. You started the game without two starters in your secondary, and you lost probably your best remaining player on defense, right? Not even probably. Eddie Jackson's your best player on defense, right? I, I, would, I, I would feel, yes, so that I'd the, be safe to say that. In the first half, you lose your best defensive player left, and you're already down two starters. Then you lose your best wide receiver. Your best running back, no disrespect, David Montgomery, is already out on right. injury. Like, it's almost... You walk off the field and you got your butts kicked. I know, but You're like a little I, bit shorthanded. Yeah, you yeah. you really went into that game up but against it. all that. You know, being up against it, you still have to grade that game and, and look at it and say, "Did we execute? Did the players I have on the field execute? Are they capable of executing?" The and then if they're capable execute. of, yeah, well, they didn't execute. And I mean, when they did stop them, there was two missed field goals that helped the Chicago Bears defense, but. You know, the way you move the ball right away, I thought they were going to be able to move the ball on a consistent basis all day. And then they just kind of, they, they hit it. And then, you know, when the wind goes out of the sails and you got to restart it all and you got to restart the engines, it's not as easy. Yeah. It's not as easy. Here was It's easy uh, to feel sorry for yourself on the field. And that's the one thing you've got to stay away from, feeling sorry for yourself. Mm. Here was Matt Eberflus uh, on field specifically. And we'll know more tomorrow. We might not even know more tomorrow. We might not know more until... You know, uh, Friday, to be honest, as the week goes on, they'll, they're going to play close to the best again. It's just like that's the way they like doing it. But here was Eberflus. Is Fields playing this week based on health, or will the bye week uh, after this Packer game sort of factor in? You know, like do they just, even if he is healthy, do they want to give him one extra week? With the bye coming up in week 14, here's Matt Eberflus. Yeah, it's truly that. It really is. You know, he's feeling better. And like I said yesterday, and uh, it, we'll see where he is on Wednesday. You know, he's got, you know, you know, 48 hours here to heal up, you know, until Wednesday. And then we'll see where it is from there. But uh, um, if he's ready to go, like 100%, like I said last week, to protect himself, you know, and play the way, um, it, you know, he does and, and perform the way he does. And the doctors clear him, you know, Ryan and I say he looks good and he feels good about it, then it, it's a green light. It's almost like uh, conveniently, you know, make sure the doctors don't clear him for this week and they want to give him three, four weeks off. I that that I don't know. It seems the way this is trending, right? Like, it's the Packer game. I get it. But, and boy, you got a, a real shot. You haven't beat him much lately, and they're 4-8. and eight. You got a real shot against them. Uh, even if Aaron Rodgers does play, that defense is atrocious right now. And there's some whispers that they might be 86ing Joe Barry. I don't know. I don't know if if, uh, if uh, Lafleur came out and quieted some of those rumors, but there was some some buzz about that late into the night Sunday and early yesterday that Joe Barry's been a disaster as a defensive coordinator for them. But um, I, it just is sort of trending to me towards it's a perfect opportunity to give him a three week break, and I think they very much would like him to still play this year. We've all, I think, all of us share that sentiment. You know, let the development continue and give him those last four games. Uh, December into January before you pack it up for the year. Then I wonder if he goes and gets an old crusty coach to come in there and be a coordinator. Matt LaFleur? Get back to, yeah. Interesting. Get back to the, sim- the simple things, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, on the whole field's development, too, uh, This I, we didn't play this yesterday. This was from the broadcast. This was Moose Johnson talking about it during the broadcast on Fox on Sunday about, you know, field's playing again. And I don't think anybody would be content with just, well, shut him down. You're three and nine, just shut him down. If Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, 
and you're four and eight, and you're like, yeah, he's beat up, sh- he's beat up, shut him down. You get it. The development should continue for Justin Fields. This was Moose talking about it on Sunday late in the game. So back to that question about, okay, so is Justin Fields the guy? I think everybody agrees the answer is yes. For him to be the guy, does the answer to the question, can Justin Fields win a Super Bowl, have to be yes? He's tossing to the short side. Evans downhill to get a first down. You would think that those two are the same question. We do this to to have the opportunity to win a Super Bowl championship. And and we showed you that information. Now, how does Justin Fields grow and mature and develop as a quarterback? Eventually, I know Luke Getze is going to start taking some of those off of him. I I think the big question mark now is how bad is that left shoulder? How much more are we going to see of him this year? Because there's still some areas that I would like to see him progress as that passer. Again, you, you have to win from the pocket in the NFL. And, and I think Justin Fields can become that guy down the road. That's that's what Chicago has to come to terms with. Shovel pass, Montgomery. Solomon Thomas gets it. So there's no reason he can't become Russell Wilson at the top of that list. Where he's running a hundred times a year, maybe a little more than that, but also doing his thing from the pocket. He's got to develop his passing from the pocket. The great thing about Russell Wilson, still to this day, probably one of the, de- the best deep ball throwers we've seen. The one thing we see from Justin Fields, he's missed a couple of guys open down the field for big plays. Had one last weekend to Darnell Mooney. Those are the things that he's got to grow and mature in. But sure, he can become that guy. He has to play the position smarter and start to take away some of those unnecessary hits. Russell Wilson was the best, is the best at playing that position that way. I think that conversation speaks to you know what we've said a lot, that Justin could benefit by playing more because there's still work yep. to be done operating this passing offense and uh, just the willingness to throw the ball. You said yesterday, and it interested me, you think it's going to happen. You think he'll get there. Yeah. Where he's, he'll, he'll know it, and he almost kind of does now. He just is hesitant. I think but he'll start trusting himself and start firing it into I, those I windows. I think it's because we've been able to identify exactly what is what needs to happen. What's holding him back right what's now. What's holding him back. Yeah. You've been able to identify this is what's holding him back. And once he's able to do that, then things are just kind of going to open up for him. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I disagree. That one of the same. The, the question is: Is this quarterback good enough to get you to playoffs? Okay, because once you get to the playoff team, I mean, the, you know, Aaron Rodgers was the sixth seed when they went and they won the right. Super Bowl. You know, can we get to the playoffs? My quarterback can get me to the playoffs, then we got a shot to go ahead and get to the Super Bowl. Can my quarterback get me to the playoffs on a consistent basis? That's what That's, I need the answer to. I would to. love that. You're right, yeah. You know, and Stafford never did it with Detroit, but yeah. yet he went to the Rams and he did it and he won a Super Bowl. Garoppolo's good enough to get you to the playoffs. Yes. He's been to a couple Super Bowls, right? One. Two? One, one Super Bowl? Almost one last yeah. year. So he's been to one Super Bowl, so he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All I need is a quarterback that's going to get me to the playoffs. And if you've noticed over the course of the last 10 years, there's different quarterbacks that are the best quarterbacks in the league that specific year, right? So you're floating between one and five. Brady, Rogers, Mahomes. Right, Lamar Jackson, the one year Lamar. he wins the MVP. Aaron Rodgers wins a couple MVPs. Brady yeah. has got an MVP. You know, you're kind of bouncing that around four or five different quarterbacks, okay? So you just got to be one of those quarterbacks and get my team to the playoffs, right. okay? I don't have to concrete say, hey, boom, this is this, boom, boom, this is what needs to happen. But then you got to pay them. And when you got to pay him, then is he the guy that needs to get you to the Super Bowl? Mm. Joe Flacco, that question was easy. Yeah, he used to get him to the playoffs, but he was yeah. never. Should, yeah. You know, the minute he had to pay him, 
Well, they, I mean, he, started he, happening. he won a Super Bowl, though. He did. He did. He did win a Super Bowl, but then that's when I said, if you're smart enough to know yeah. that he's not worth $28 million or $24 million yeah. or 25 depending upon what the salary cap was at the time. They were in a tough 20% spot. 20% of the cap, yeah. They, they were. were in a tough spot. But then they had to say bye to Anquan Bolden and this guy and that guy and that defense. guy and that guy and that guy, and then they struggled for a couple years. A lot of, years. of guys on their defense, yeah. Then they, they found Lamar Jackson, and they were happy. Larry's in Downers Grove on ESPN 1000. He wants to give a shout-out to someone. What up, Larry? Hey, guys. Good to be on again. Hey, you were talking at the end of last week's show about the highlights of the weekend. Old Nazareth Academy, I grew up about a block from there, um, didn't go or went to LT, but mm. they were 5-4 and four yeah, going into the playoffs. They, yeah. were, they were like a 16 seed. Um, so hail to uh, the mighty Nazareth. Um, and um, I've got a burgeoning football fan, my 12-year-old daughter, who last year was all about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and I'm like, oh, God, I know, I know, I know, I got help. Uh, but <laughs> but when, when the Bengals had the run, she saw how cute Joe Burrow was. There you go. She's of that age. She's of that age. And then when the tickets went on sale in July, I was like, okay, let's go see Bears Packers. But we got, I got uh, Bengals, Kansas City. We're going Sunday. Road nice. trip to Cincinnati. Me and her. Yep. Dude, big time. I love That's that, That's a good trip, too. Have fun, all right, man? That's yeah, a nice good trip. to talk to you guys. You too, Larry. That's really sweet. I like yeah, that. I've been to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a nice little city to go have a good I've time in. I've been to Cincinnati. Oh, no, yeah. I take that back. I was there once for a... I think my brother had a soccer tournament there, and I was there with him. Years... I mean, I was like in high school. I was like the only time I was ever in Cincinnati. I'd never been back there. Never been to a sporting event there or anything. That's one of the game. That's the game of the weekend, maybe. Bengals and uh, Chiefs. And he's taking his daughter. I went, I, to, uh, I went to see Cincinnati play the Bears back when... Well, yeah. Uh, the Cedric Benson game. It was, yeah, Cedric Benson, exactly. You were there for that, that massacre. 200-plus yards, I think. Uh, like in the first Tommy, half. Tommy Harris was on the sidelines. Yes, I think you're right. They you're benched him. Something him. happened. They yeah. benched him for the game. I went up for the first first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. It was over. Yes. The game was over. It was like 28 nothing. Yeah. said goodbye to everybody, went down to the bar at the basement, third quarter, went back and walked to the bus and got on the yeah. bus and got the hell out of town. It was a nightmare. Uh, all right, coming up next, we are going to talk about that list that Merck found. We'll see where Justin Fields slips in uh, in the top 25, under 25 in the NFL. Yurko will give you a quick thumbnail of what he's seeing here in the first 13, 14 minutes of the U.S. game as well, as it is nil-nil. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. York, uh, what are you seeing so far? Just uh, real quick. Well, I mean, they're controlling the United States, controlling the ball. They've got possession. Uh, Iran is compact. They're tight. And when they try to counter, they're going to counter one or two guys. They're going to be that's cautious because a draw is good for they're them, gonna, right? I believe so. Yeah. But, yeah, they're uh, a win or a tie. Iran is in. The United States has to win. The U.S. has to win. Right. So, you know, Iran's going to hope to be on the counter at some oh, point. Oh. Offsides. I'm glad yeah, it didn't go through. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're uh, following along. Big game, big day. And right. In the 20th and minute. You're going to see a bunch of long balls all day. They got a two-on-two Iran here. Thank God they stopped it and stymied it. Man, but that's what you worry about. It's going to be all day. It's going to be two-on-two. And if the Iranians have any skill whatsoever at the front end, they might cause some problems for the United States. All right. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Waddle and Sylvia will be down for crosstalk in 40. 
Um, we've got uh, the news today that uh, Jose Abreu officially becomes a member of the Houston Astros. Three years, nearly $60 million. It was more than his last deal was worth. He turns 36 uh, next month, I believe it is, or January, almost next month. Uh, and Billy Donovan was quietly extended. And Mike had the funny take that uh, the day the White Sox lose Jose Abreu, they make sure they do the they dump uh, the news out there that, oh, yeah, by the way, we uh, we up Billy Donovan. Although I don't know if that's got people all that excited. I mean, it's like, well, okay. Not really excited, just a little bit of news. All oh, right. okay. Billy's back. The more information they Fine. throw out there, they don't want you to think about everything I, I else. I think Billy was going anywhere anyway, but okay. Don't Sounds think good. about one. Think about it all. Merck is down here. What up, Merck? Randy, how are you? Boys, how we doing? Good. Great. How are you? Excellent. I'm happy to provide a distraction right now as yes. you're, uh, you're watching the game. Merck's got the list. The top 25 players in the NFL under the age of 25. You're going, I guess, that the first player on the list would have to be Justin Jefferson or Jamar or, Chase. Or a top flight defensive player that's a young player in the league. Micah Parsons would be... My guess there, right? Who else? That'd be, would that'd be correct. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's Micah Parsons. So Micah Parsons is number yes. one, not yeah. one of the receivers. But let me just let me so just give Michael you a Parsons. little background. All right, a little of, background. Of the list. Right. So uh, it was compiled by Matt Bowen, uh, longtime player, and now he's great with uh, scouting. Matt Miller and Jordan Reed, who I know Black and Abdallah have had on a bunch of times. Oh yeah, uh, you had to have turned twenty-four. Um, total, to qualify, players needed to be twenty-four years old or younger on November 29th, two thousand twenty-two. Today. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. Got to be 24 or younger today. 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 Got it. Yep. All right. All right. So, so Micah Parsons, Parsons is, is numero one. uno. Yes. All right. Which makes sense, right? I mean, sure. He's, I would, what are any of those three? I, he's, I mean, he's your odds on favor for defensive player of the year. He's incredible. Yeah. I, I would think one, two, and three have to be Parsons, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. Are they not? I'd be uh, a little you, surprised. You are correct on all three. Justin okay. Jefferson, who right now you could argue is probably the offensive player of the year. You could. Uh, he is number two, and Jamar Chase is number three. There's only one Chicago Bear on this list. It would be Justin Fields. It would be Justin Fields. Do you want to Do you want to go through all 25, or do you just want to guess where he is? Try to see where I would. Uh, I got him at 16th. Okay, but hold on. Those three, Justin Herbert is still under 25, so Correct. I would think he's higher than Fields, obviously. Yeah, he is much higher than Fields. Justin Herbert. Where is Justin Herbert? He is. Uh, Justin Herbert is five. So he's five. So yep. we have, uh, are we only missing four? Right. So who would four be? Four, I'll give you a hint. Joe four just, Bur- no, Joe Burrow's over 25. Four, just uh, not a skill position player. He just got hurt this not past weekend. Not a skill position Just player. got hurt. Cost to, they, oh, Tristan Wirfs. Yes. So that we have the top five right mm-hmm. there. It is Micah, it is Jefferson, it is Jamar Chase, it's Tristan Wirfs, and it is uh, Justin Herbert. That is a great top five. I wouldn't argue with that one bit. Right. They did their jobs. Well done. Now, where would Justin Fields be? I got him 16th or 17th. Because, like, Jalen Hurts is going to be higher than him. Is Tua under 25? I believe he is. Jalen Hurts is way ahead of him as well. Yeah, that's what I would think. He's got to be the way he is playing right now. How old's Tua? Uh, I don't. I do not see uh, Tua. Tua. Tua is not. He's twenty four. Tua is not on the list. Really? Yep. Tua is not on the list. A little bit surprised at that. Maybe Jalen Hurts is nine. Jalen Hurts is nine. Okay. Yep. I'm going to say Justin Fields. Yurko said that's a good. Seventeenth. Fourteenth. He is lower than that. Lower. I had him at seventeenth. He is twenty first. 21st. All right. 21st. That's really, is he lower or higher? Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Good point. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. make an argument both That's ways. That's true, Carm. Yeah, uh, so, so Justin checks in at 21. 21st. Yeah. Uh, There's one guy on this list that, that I was shocked was not in the top 25. That's maybe not because, on the yeah, top 25? Maybe because he hasn't been 
Outstanding. He just had his, Carmen, you said it in our meeting, or I think yesterday you said he had his best game of his young Trevor career. Trevor Lawrence? Yes. He's not on the he's list? Not. He's an honorable mention. All right, that's a little surprising. See, now I, I think 25 is the corner of safety from Tampa. His daddy was in the league a long time, uh, Antoine, Antoine Winfield. Winfield. Yeah. Winfield is pretty good. This gets to be hard, especially the farther away you get from number one, two, three. Like, I just complimented that crew. They did a good job, one through five. How could you not have Trevor Lawrence on that list? I mean... He's well, still, he plays in Jacksonville. If he played New York or the West Coast, he'd be much more sexier than where he plays at right now. Like, and I know their record's not great, and they're a work in progress. But you can still, on a lot of weeks, put him on and go. I mean, there's honestly like there are a couple of games this year where you it's cringeworthy. I, I'll, right. I'll admit that there are there are a couple. One of them was in a brutal weather game, but there are a couple games where you're like oh yeah yeah. But for the most part, for the most part, when you watch him this year. You're like, yeah, I. you can see why everybody was so in love with him. I mean, he, and he played fabulous on Sunday. He was fabulous. He was great. And he was great in the fourth quarter when they needed him to be. There's a, there's a guy who I think... If, uh, so I'm a little surprised at that. If, I would think if you had done this list before the start of the year, he would have been much higher. But because his team hasn't been great and he was injured and he has not had a good season, he was everyone's... Cherry prom- Judy. Uh, no, no, it wasn't Jerry Judy. Not Judy? I think he was the preseason. Uh, he was the number one. A lot of people took him number one in their fantasy draft this year. But he just, Really? And he's my guy. Oh, ja- Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is yeah. 18. I think that's a little. Don't you think he should be a little higher up uh, maybe on the list? Maybe it's running back. Maybe they don't value it. Okay. Right. How many running backs are on that list? That's a good point. One. Uh, JT the only one? JT is so far one. the only one I see. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddle. Wait, is Devontae Smith on the list? Uh, Devontae Smith is not on the list. Mm, right. um, Jalen Waddle for sure. AJ Terrell from the Falcons. AJ Terrell Sauce is a good Gardner call. is twenty. Sauce Gardner is amazing. Is uh, I would think Patrick Sertan's on that list. He's Patrick Sertan is on the list. Uh, Kyle Pitts is on the list. Too bad. Well, that, that guy doesn't do anything either. Stop. So Justin Fields is twenty-one though. So he. What did they write about him? Anything? Uh, did they give a little write-up of all yeah, these guys. Yeah. What did they write? Sure. Let me hold on one second. Let me get to that page. I mean, after week four, I don't know if Justin would have been on that list, guys. You're right. The hottest up-and-coming quarterback in the league this season, Fields, has become a true dual threat for the Bears. His 834 rushing yards leads the team and is one of the top marks in the entire league this season. Fields must continue to develop as a passer. He's completing just 59.6% of his passes in year two and has a career 14-9 touchdown interception ratio, but he's doing more with less around him yeah. than anyone in the game. He is currently out for Chicago with a shoulder. That's not a bad uh, right. I agree. He's a dual threat, meaning he can run left and he can run right. All I mean, right. if that's the dual threat you're talking about, I he, agree with he's you. He's still been more efficient in the red zone. He's been he's very touchdown efficient. passes. Yes. Listen, I gave you the stat last week. Now, As I pointed play, out, yeah. He didn't play in week 12. Weeks 8? Oh, no, wait. Was it, what was it, Yurk? Was it week 7? I think it was week 7 five, it was like five through weeks. 11. Yeah. No, uh, the only players in the league with more touchdowns than Justin Fields were Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Mahomes and Burrow had 18 total touchdowns. That's passing and rushing. Fields had 17. So, and a lot of those were rushing touchdowns. I get it. But, like, that's, he's certainly become more dynamic. And that's why I would really love to see him back on the field at some point before this year is over because I think the development can continue. And selfishly, they're not going to be an easy watch, guys, without him. They're, they're not an easy watch no, right now because they're a 3-19 yeah. It's not easy without with them. Yeah, it's not Ooh. easy with them. Without him, I mean, it's My Lord. Damn near impossible. An- another one that they said uh, was an honorable mention, the guy who's a star now on the on the Lions, Amon Ray. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he should be more than honorable mention, yeah. shouldn't he? Yeah. 
See, you can always nitpick these yeah. lists a little bit, but yeah. I don't know how you could look at him and not think he's. Do you realize that his the last you know like November to November his last sixteen games or so? I mean, the numbers he's put up, it's staggering, outrageous. The touchdowns and the the yards and everything else, it's really uh, fantastic. So I, I would think he deserves a spot in that top twenty-five. I want leave that list. I want to okay. look. I want to throw a few guys. Yeah, out. Okay. we want to put inspect that. And Trevor Lawrence in Murph. Okay, yeah, Trevor Lawrence to me is the biggest is the biggest miss for sure. Amon Ra might even be a bigger one if yeah. he's an honorable mention. Yeah. At least he's got the stats to actually prove it and back it up right, right. now. I don't know what else you could have asked for from him. Yeah. The way All right, he's boys, played. Good talk. All right, Merck, good talk. Good work. Good work, Merck. Uh, there's donuts here. Want one? Yeah. yeah, pick up a, a Munchkin. He's so particular. It's got to be yeah. a cookie. Well, a it's got to be donut. something specific. You know, he likes his sweets. He's very. They're very specific oh, sweets. Top twenty-five under twenty-five. Yeah, I think you back. should. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. That's the number. Ring us up. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. It's Carmen and York. Sports talk while you're on the clock. Do I exaggerate? This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN one thousand. Still nil nil, 34th minute. Carmen and Yurk crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie in 25. Here's those stats I was talking about, Yurk. Amon Ross St. Brown, all right? Now, maybe you say, yeah, well, I'm it's re- only 16 games you're talking about, but uh, you got to do a little bit more to get in the top 25 list. He made the honorable mention. He's only 23. He was a fourth round pick in the 2021 NFL draft. This is the last 16 games. The last 16 for games. For Ross St. Brown, right? Last six games last year, his first 10 games this year. You right. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 116 catches, 1,276 yards, and 10 touchdowns. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty good. It's a pretty damn productive player. You're having yourself a year. Right? Yeah. So he's really, it's I think, he'd, be, he'd probably be at the end of the year of receiving stats. He'd probably be at about sixth. Fifth. Yeah, I was getting, you're probably right. about right. there. Fifth or sixth, I think. Maybe a hell fourth. Of a lot of catches. Yeah. It's a lot of catches. You know who's got 10 tutties already this year? We're he's worried about the kind of years. Tutties. Receiver. Receiving touchdowns? We're worrying about what kind of year he had because he changed teams. And he's, well, Tyreek Hill. Uh, close, but Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. He'll have less catches, less yards. Devontae's got 10 touchdowns? He's got 10 touchdowns already. I don't think already. I realized yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Ten touchdowns. Because it felt like there were a few weeks there where a few weeks went by where he wasn't. More than a few weeks. I was like, right. boy, he's not getting in the end zone. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Interesting. Ten. I mean, you're checking, double-checking right now. I just want to make no, sure no, he's No, no, I, I just I wanted to see his game log. I think Tyreek Hill, on the other hand, has got only about four touchdowns this year. You might be right. He's got the yards. Yeah. He doesn't oh, have yeah. the end zone as much. He's got, he's got the yards. yards. Yeah. He's got in the, the catches P- in the yards. PPR league, boy, you turn... He's really good. Touchdown league, you want somebody to score more touchdowns. That's that's the other thing I really want the Bears to finally hit on. You know, and I, and I hope that they, the quarterback is legit. And I, they, there's a lot to like about Justin. I mean, there really is. And I'm just uh, con- like ever hopeful that finally our prayers have been answered. I think we might have had this conversation within the last couple of weeks, too. And, you know, there's a few names that pop. You know, we talk about the the great... You know, any like legit wide receivers that the Bears have drafted and developed in recent years. Alshon's the closest thing. Yeah. Alshon gave them a couple good years. His career was a little bit short lived because of some injuries. I don't think Alshon ever loved being here for whatever reason. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know what it was. I mean, he ended up going to Philly. So I don't know, the weather's not that much better in Philly. I don't know, but his, his heart never really seemed in here. He's, he's, um, he, but I mean, like he certainly fits the bill for a, a, a you know he had a brief run where he was a great dynamic threat right. in the past game. 
So you had a guy like Alshon, Marty Booker. I mean, that's all. You know, you're going back right. 20 years now. You're going back Marty, a long time for Marty. Marty Booker. Yeah. But, I mean, like, where is the 10-year, the you know, where, where's the where's Justin? Where's the 10-year stud receiver? Where is it? Or, or you know, the, the Devontae the, Adams, the Justin There's a Jones, reason Tyreek Hill. Johnny Morris is your all-time leading receiver here. It's crazy. There's a reason. It's crazy. That's why your all-time receptions leader is Walter Payton. I mean, Johnny Morris stopped playing in the 60s, folks. Yeah. The 1960s, and he's the Bears' all-time leading receiver. They were doing yards. stats during the game. You know, the Bears didn't do this. They've never had a 30-touchdown uh, passer. You know, a passer throw for 30 touchdowns. Never, in one not year. even Kramer that one year? No. No, they had nobody. I go, oh, Jeez. please don't do 4,000 yards. Oh, well, they've never had I go, whatever you do, please don't do 4,000. Quarterback ever throw for 5,000? No. 4,000? No. We'll have a quarterback throw for 3,000 this year? No. They've never had a... They're the only team, right, without a 4,000-yard passer. Yes. I believe they're the in, only in the franchise. NFL. Only franchise that's never had a 4,000-yard passer. never had a 4,000-yard passer. Never. The... What did... Uh, yeah, you're right. In 95, Kramer threw 29 touchdowns. Yeah. Never had a 30-yard touchdown guy. Ever. These are basic things at this point, folks. This is 2022. These are basic 30 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. These are... Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for 5,500 yards. Yeah. You know, Justin Herbert threw for 5,000 yards last year. 5,000. They don't have a 4,000-yard passer. And they're, oh, is that an own goal? Oh, my goodness. No, it's not. Is that a goal? Is Pulisic. It is it a good goal, it's, Pulisic? It's, it looks like a good goal. You just got to worry about offsides. <laughs> I heard Black on the other side. Yeah, team. you got to worry about offsides. <laughs> he might be dead, though. Yeah, he might be. You get one of the little the guys. The goaltender took him out as, yeah. he, went in, as yeah. he crashed the goal. The yeah. offsides? I don't know. Well, no, you got to check for offsides in the initial pass that went out to the far end, then it was look, headed man. back. He's oh, he got kicked in the ball. He got hit in a little bit. Well, guys. he was like holding his head a little bit, Ooh. and now he's the other one. And Watch, this is the pass you got to worry about. That's yeah, it was a good McKenny one. to Dest. That's Dest. a good pass. That's a good pass. Dest cross. That was That's beautiful. Yeah, that was got, beautiful. Yeah, Guys, that was a, the finish yeah. you were talking he a, about. He yeah. got a shoe right to the... Ooh. No, he got a knee right to the little guys. Knee and also, I think, an elbow to the face. Yeah. Look, look at that play by Dest. You guys. No, no elbow to the face. No? No, no. He's he was too low. Face. He's too low in the midsection, though. Watch when, when he hits him. See, there's really no need to face. Did he get it like in the as he just got the wind knocked out of him? Well, I don't either know, way, Pulisic is a winner, so we got ball. a prize winner. That's a we good do. goal. We got a prize winner, Carm. Did they? Uh, yes, we do. We're we gonna have, have a prize if, winner. If this stands, we have a good goal. Yeah, I think it's a good goal. It I think there's like offsides. It. I've seen it already twice. That's a good goal. It looks like the it. second pass. The header is equal down the line, so that's not an issue. And Pulisic was behind a player. So I don't think it's an issue. The first pass was the one. That was a gorgeous right. play. That was an area of concern for me was the first pass. It That's was getting frustrating for a while. It's just it started with McKinney. McKinney is the one that, that found Dest on the right. right. Beautiful ball, beautiful header across, beautiful finish. Like Those are the things we were just talking about, right? Yeah. Like, Can you be elite? Can you, can you finish in the moments like that? And you did. And they did. Pulisic nice. is still down, though, huh? He's still yeah, down. Yeah, they got guys. Yeah, he's down in the goal. Well, I mean, you never know. You might have suffered some testicular torsion there, Carm. Ouch. That's that's going to be a problem. All right. So uh, I, we all believe this is a good goal, and nothing to indicate that they're looking. Yeah, at it, it seems like that they're only waiting for Pulisic, so Pulisic who's down in the net right now. Okay, yeah. they're going to add a lot of it's stoppage not like time. Uh, Ronaldo's phantom goal yesterday that was taken half. away from him. I didn't see that one. What's so that? Ronaldo's goal yesterday, I missed. That. He like it looked like he hit it with his head. But it was like the tip of his hair got it, and they took the goal away from him. Why? Because yeah, it wasn't his goal. Counted, the goal counted. Oh, the goal counted. It didn't but, go but it didn't towards. Didn't count for him. Ronaldo. They did like a stack correction. Gotcha. So if you got paid out on a 
Ronaldo goal, I they took you. your money he away. He didn't touch it. His didn't sweat it. didn't yeah. even touch yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Boy, Pulisic really looks like he's 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 uh, hurt. Come here. Me. Let me I mean, knee you in the stomach and see how well, you do. Well, no, I know. I mean, believe me. It's, <laughs> I, I, don't, I just don't know if it's jewels. just the wind, though, or if he... But he looks like he's limping almost right, right there. Is it just the wind got knocked out of him, or... I, I mean, he took... He took a hit. I mean, this is a pretty violent collision. Nothing either player could have done. Nothing yeah. the goalie could have done. Nothing Pulisic could have done. And he finished. Carmi got racked. The most. I, I mean, I don't know how quickly, uh, how, how many different ways I got put it. He got it right in the family jewels. Do so you think he went right in between? Yeah. But, and you know, and the only way really to kind of get that thing for, to it, stop from oscillating is you got to pick him up under his arms, uh, and you got to pick him up about three, four inches and drop him right down. Jeez, it might be uh, something like uh, stomach related. So is he coming off? No, he's on the side right now. We're going to play, play with ten right we're now. We're going to play with ten for now. Okay, we're going to play with ten. We're going to do it. With, we're going to go live. We're, we're doing do it live. live. We're going to do it live, and Iran's going to start pressuring a little bit more here now. Well, they're going to have to. Yes, they are. So this is uh, going to be. We, ooh, this is where soccer's too long. This is what try. This is, I can't. I can't. Ha- There's 45 minutes left. I can't handle it. It's too as long, guys. Time, as long as you don't park the bus, you'll be fine. Shorten the game. Philly Sid is on ESPN 1000. What's going on, Sid? Guys, it's so great to hear you talking soccer. Yurko, you and I, are must be, we must be kindred spirits. Carmen, yourself as well, man. I mean, between the golfing, the football, and soccer, and that's really all we need to talk about, right? Ever? And, and bourbon. I would Ever. mix bourbon in there a little bit. Well, uh, you know what? We can, we can drink <laughs> bourbon while we're talking there about it. There you go. That's that. a good call. And, and yeah. Carmen, you can tell us specifically what bourbon to drink. I'm yeah. ignorant in that category. <laughs> Uh, as far as the U.S. goes, guys, one, one of the things that's so different about this group, and I give the coach a lot of credit, is that he's so willing to play the younger talent, and he's not stuck on playing named players. Mm. Um, there's guys that don't have any World Cup experience. I don't care. If in tryouts they show you that they have the skill and the ability, put them on the field and let them play. And that's what makes this team so good. The guy that has to really play his you-know-what off is Weston McKinney. He has got to be the guy. He's a, he's a tone setter. He's a guy that will get up in the face of a, of a player on another team. He's a guy that will always flirt with getting that yellow and red card. But he is really key to this. And another guy, Musa. Musa yeah. has a chance to be a superstar. This guy is athletic as can be, and he's starting to find himself in the right place at the right time a lot. Good breakdown. And McKinney oh, had and, that beautiful hey, play there to set the whole thing up to start. And your buddy Abdallah and I disagree with each other. Uh, as far as I know, and listening to the man himself, the way you pronounce City's striker's name is Erling Holland. Holland. Now, Abdallah says I'm wrong. He says he has sources in his country that say that is not how it's pronounced. Are I li- told him that is how he pronounces yeah. it. Er- Erling Holland. Holland. Well, what, what, yes. what, what, what sources do you have in Norway? I Norwegians. Know. My sister lives there and is married I thought to she a Norwegian. In Sweden. No, she lives she's in Norwegian. Norwegian. Yeah. Oh, all right. okay. She's well, married to a Norwegian. Listen, I was over he, there for a week. He, he's got a, he's got you there. If he's got a Norwegian in the family, yeah, I mean, yeah. But see, it, but Erling himself, when he's pronounced his name in interviews, he pron- he himself pronounces it Holland. Yeah. So hmm. is the guy mispronouncing his own name? I mean, yeah. You, I mean, if you yes. want me to start pronouncing my name uh, properly, I'll be Adam Abdullah from here on out. So. Abdullah, really? Abdullah. Uh, Sid, thanks, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I love we don't want that. I yeah. love how we get so worked up over names and how they yeah. should be pronounced and how they shouldn't be pronounced. Mm-hmm. You're saying it wrong. It's like, well, it's my name. I mean, I, maybe he says it. He says he Holland? says it a different way. I don't know. Uh, Holland, Holland. Pulisic is back on the field. He's back. He's yes. back on the pitch. I saw he's that. Been, he's been granted access, but he looks a tad bit timid. Well, now. I don't. I don't blame him. 
Well, if he's going to be timid, take him to, uh, get him to half, and then after get half. Get to half. Yeah, get to the half. It's locking oh, off. Oh, we got a break. Ball. We got a break, guys. Good ball. We got a break. Come on, Magic. Give me some Magic. Oh, oh boy, the pass. Good run. Interesting. Good. good. Uh. We're very worked up. We're, we're very <laughs> excited. Dude, when you guys were talking to Merkin earlier, there was a cross, and the cross was terrible. It was right into the front of the box and right into the first defender, and Yurt goes, ugh. <laughs> and, and, like, only Abdallah and I knew exactly what, what Yurt yeah, was watching. I was watching it. That yeah. was a good opportunity wasted. All right, it's Carmen and Yurt. We'll be right back. Stream ESPN 1000 anytime through the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Yurko. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Tomorrow will be a big day up at Hallis just to see if the Bears are getting any healthier. I mean, we know certain players won't be back. Darnell Mooney won't be back. He's having surgery on his ankle. Eddie Jackson won't be back. Liz Frank injury is what uh, is being reported or what people are thinking for Eddie. Uh, you've got two guys in concussion protocol that missed the game last week. You're two of your young, you know, up-and-coming defensive guys. So, you know, tomorrow will be an interesting day. And what's the update, if anything, on Justin Fields? My guess is they give him another week, ultimately give him two more weeks because the bye is coming in week 14 before he's back in action against the Eagles in week 15. So uh, we'll see what it's like tomorrow. Courtney will join us tomorrow from Hallis with an update. Um, I don't know that we'll get a ton of answers, but can the Bears get any healthier? That's... That's the question. Yeah, and, uh, it's key. A, yeah, and it's a, it's a it's a low total, Bears Packers, but the man, I mean, both defenses are brutal right now. They're battered and they're bad, Yerk, and so even bad offensive play might see points being scored uh, at Soldier Field this weekend because neither defense is particularly good at stopping anybody right now. Uh, speaking of uh, bad, the Houston Texans are bad. You hear Lovey got a little testy. Lovey's getting sick of it. Little, uh, little little Q and A oh, with reporters. Thirty nothing lead, you know. <laughs> they, I mean, thirty nothing. They were down. They're one nine and one, and they were down thirty to nothing in the first half. Uh, Lovey's getting a little testy down there. Where are you seeing how? You guys oh, I can't. I we can't. Uh, as far as setting two, or is that what you're asking me? On um, them? Where, where do you feel uh, like you guys are progressing? Whatever is leading to the final. Well, we play the Miami Dolphins, whoever they have out there in the second half. Whoever they chose to play. I saw progress on our part. That's what I saw. Based on what they did, I don't have any, I can't, you know, judge that. Um, I saw progress at the end, and we moved the football and had a chance before that last uh, interception. That's what I saw. Were you watching the same game? I guess not. Well, how much of a grain of salt, like, you got the phone that they did have the back there? Let me start back over. Let me, let me start back over. Hey, classic lovey. We're down 30-0, to zero, and we didn't play well enough early on. You think? So I understand where we are. Second half, we're down 30-0. to zero. I saw some positive life then. Simply that. We didn't win a football game. We're not patting ourselves on the back, but we're looking for positives as we go forward. We're not there yet. That is obvious to everyone. But we have to talk about what happened during the game, not based on who they played or any of that, just basing it on how the game ended up. Simple as that. He did sack uh, two or four times, which is more than he's been sacked throughout the last four or five games. That might have been why they took him out, because you guys were starting to get to him. You were watching the game, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the case. We did sack two a few times. So that's when I say that 
I mean, we lost the game, but there were some positives. We made a couple plays while we were out there against a, a pretty good offensive team. I'm going to say that also. Let's have somebody else. We, we can turn this into you and me forever. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions, and then we'll come back to you. How about that? We'll get you. We're not going to leave until you. Let's let everybody else, and we'll come back to you. All right? And, Jonathan, I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. Thank you. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. And then we'll come back to you. How is that, Brooks? Is that okay with you, John? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, he's, good. he's even talking to his PR guy. Yeah. The PR guy was trying to, you know, run interference. Uh, oh, no, well, this, this person's got a question. Like, no, I'll go ahead and handle it. I'll call on whomever I want to call on. But, uh, yeah, things getting, uh, you know, testy for Lovey. When he'll you're 1-9-1. and one. He'll be great at Colorado. At Colorado, Lovey's not going back to college, is he? I mean, at some point, are I mean, not point, hiring Lovey Smith? He's going to get fired I, no, here. No, I mean, come on, you know, like coaches that are. Uh, Lovey's a little bit of a dinosaur, well, conservative by nature. Nobody wants that anymore. The good franchise, you're not looking for conservative people like Lo- I don't know. I mean, how He's many more chances is Lovey going to get at 64? Uh, I mean, coaches coaching in their 70s, we've seen that yeah. before. The good ones, yeah. He Not the ones the who played for ties. Played for ties. Give him a Patagonia and send him out to Colorado. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? It was weird when he went to Illinois to, in the first play. I can't imagine him at this point going back to college. Well, I think they, what they thought they were going to get a pop out of Chicago with recruits. But it didn't happen. No, no, it didn't. There wasn't a pop. Uh, does anybody want to hire a coach that's playing for ties anymore? I mean, come on. The conservative coaches are there. It's not going to be as easy for them to get jobs, and rightfully well, so. Well, I think defensive coaches sometimes it's hard to get jobs. Eberflus yeah. went against the flow. Yeah, a little bit of of everything, right? Defensive coach hired to come in here. A little bit, you're right. Staley comes to mind as one of the young defensive guys recently. A couple of them have done quite well. I mean, Salah's doing well, defensive guy yep. who's uh, in Fort in San Fran. He's going to get a job. Um, D'Amico Ryan's. He's getting a job somewhere. Yeah, a coordinator. So, yeah, somebody's going to give D'Amico Ryan's his next up. He's earned it. Former Houston Texan, D'Amico Ryan's. I believe, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Mostly with the Texans, York, right? I believe so. He's going to get a job, and rightfully so. And when he gets it, even though he's a defensive guy, I hope he's not as conservative to play for ties. Or do what Todd Bowles did this weekend. What Todd Punting the do? ball from the 40 when, you know, the other team's 40-yard line. Uh, I'm sorry. When... when was that in overtime? No. No, it was that was during the game. That was during the game. All right. Coaches like that have no place coaching anymore. I'm sorry. They don't. You don't win that way. And as long as D'Amico's not like that, he'll be just fine because he really knows defense. And he has put in his time, and he's a sexy candidate for a reason. And somebody's going to give him a job. But you're right, Yerk. I mean, it's a little bit harder for these defensive guys because everybody wants offense. But the ones that are good... They're going to get noticed, and they're going to get jobs, and then what do you do with it? And he's going to get a job, and my guess is he might even be quite good at it. Salah's proving that maybe he's, he's pretty good at it. Everybody wanted to laugh when he said, hey, I'm taking receipts. That's worked out, and he's had a disastrous situation at quarterback. But he's got that team motivated. He's got that team playing hard. He's got that team playing great defense. Now they have some unbelievable talent. They've got two players on that list, the top 25 we were talking about, under 25. Two guys on that defense, Yerk, under 25, Sauce and Quinn and Williams. 
And it helps when you got the talent, but he's got them playing hard. He's got them playing focused, and he's got them in the playoffs right now, doesn't he? Jets are in the playoffs, aren't they? they? Are. At yes. seven and four, that's where they're at. So it can work, and it can happen. But I don't know if, I, and maybe Lovey's not one and done. I don't know how many coaches are they going to pay. They just fired the guy last year. They fired Dave. Well, who was the, it? The, uh, they, David Cully, right? And right. Then they hired the, Lovey. They fired, uh, yeah, Cully. Then they hired Lovey in, in the middle of last year, I believe, yeah. is when they did it. He became the interim coach, then the head coach. But they fired the the, the guy that caused all the problems. Who was Bill O'Brien? No, right? not Bill O'Brien. I'm talking about the guy that caused all the problems. Remember the front office guy from New oh, England? They fired um, uh, that was yeah, uh, like the chaplain, a, the, the chaplain that became the general him. manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant coaches. I'm yeah, sorry. They, they got rid of that guy. Yes. They did. Yeah, they're doing the purge in uh, in Houston. I don't blame. Which them. is a good thing. Pick your one nine yeah. one. It's pretty bad. All right, coming up, we are going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. As we've officially reached the half, correct? Yes, yes we have. Okay, it is halftime. The U.S. is a one nil lead. On Iran, they need to win this game to advance. If they do, they would play early Saturday morning in uh, the knockout round. How great would that be? Uh, so we're going to keep watching the game and follow that with you. Waddle and Sylvia are coming up, and we're going to crosstalk with the guys next. Lovey Smith has the final word, presented by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. On Carmen and Yuriko. Let's have somebody else. We, we could turn this into you and me forever. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions, and then we'll come back to you. How about that? We'll get you. We're not going to leave until you. Let's let everybody else, and we'll come back to you. All right? And, Jonathan, I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. Thank you. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. And then we'll come back to you. How's that, Brooks? Is that okay with you, John? Yeah. Thank you. 